The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hi, and thanks for downloading the Sunranto Show, which is brought to you by all of our Patreon supporters, who we call the Super Ranters. For more information how you can become a Super Ranter and listen to the Sunranto Show early and ad-free, join our Patreon campaign and support us at patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it today, and you'll never have to hear me ask you again. Here's the show. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Covey Sunranto. With Michael. Sunranto. And Crawley. Sunranto and the lovable loser. Sunranto. With Michael. Sunranto. And Crawley. Sunranto and the lovable losers. Sunranto. Sunranto! Oh yeah, baby! Uh, welcome to welcome to the Sunranto show after yet another. Cubs series win over the Red Sox. Lyle Aker is supposed to be here, but he is too embarrassed to show up because he yep. lost his bet, but then he won it again because I went double or nothing on the sweep <laughs> like an idiot. But You know what? It, they should have swept. It, they, it was embarrassing. It, it actually ended in a tie, so I believe that still counts as a sweep, right? Like, they didn't lose. No, you, you no, they 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 lost. They lost today in the in a clown ball it was fashion. A fly the T. That's all I have to say. No, it, it no, unfortunately, that's not how uh, Manfred likes it. But uh, I want to welcome everybody. I'm Danny Rocket. I'm the host of the Sunranto Show, along with the other host of the Sunranto Show, Michael Cotton. Lyle Aker is supposed to be here, but as I said, he is too embarrassed because his second place Red Sox just lost to the actually third place Cubs right now. Um, this show is brought to you by our 108 Patreon supporters. Uh, that number seems lower. It, it is because uh, some of you guys are getting your uh, credit cards declined. I don't know what's going on with your finances there, kids, but uh, take care of your business. Well, I know I know exactly what's going on. Um, so y- you sign up for these things and you put in, you know, the month and date, you know, thing when your credit card expires, your credit cards are expiring. if you. You know, so please go in, check your accounts, and yeah. just see if you're one of the people that expired, and then you'll remember, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to put this on a new card, and please put it on the new card so that uh, you continue supporting us. We would really appreciate it. Yeah, hell yeah. And we appreciate it so much that tonight being the first show of the month, happy July, everybody. It is July 4th weekend. We're celebrating... Um, I don't know, uh, uh, freedom, huh? But uh, here we're uh, yeah, I'm gonna, it's a little yeah, rough. it's it, yeah, it's it's not a great fourth. But 
We are going to be giving away a David Ross bobblehead to one of our Patreon supporters right now. Um, and by the way, Jim Henry, a real person. It wasn't Jim Henry spelled wrong. Found that out. Nice. So uh, here we go. Let's uh, let's click. Let's click to spin and see what we get. Who's going to be the lucky winner of the David Ross bobblehead for the Patreon prize of the month? Do, 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 round and round she goes where she stops. No one knows except the wheel of names. And the winner is Art Wojnika or Wojnishka. 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 One of the Russian bots that support this podcast. Yeah. No, long time <laughs> listener of the Sunranto show. And I will also say that we are giving away a couple things today, including, including a chance, uh, a Frank Chance postcard that I will send to you in the mail. So please comment in the chat, hashtag chance with a capital C, and you can win a Frank Chance postcard sent from the Steve Goodman post office on Irving Park Road, right? just north of fabulous Wrigley Field. And uh, I also want to thank, just before we get started, everybody that came out to the Bleacher Bum Band show. I had so much fun. It was a, it was a great show. Um, we had uh, Bernie Barron came out. She was at, I'm, I'm not going to say everybody's name, Jim Canavan came out uh, there. We had um, uh, Roberto was there, Captain Cubbo, uh, Joe Kilgallen was, I mean, I'm not going to say everybody. <laughs> even the uh, let, let's even, hope that there are too many people for you to name. But yeah. you sent me a photo of one very specific person that I thought was amazing was there Dude, because so he was awesome. honestly one of my boyhood heroes back in like 82, 83. Like I remember chanting his name at the, at the ballpark. Do it with me, Danny. Jody, 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 yep. Jody, Jody Davis. Well, there he is yesterday. He came over there with Stuart McVicker. There's another person to name with the club 400 crew. And he was, a, and uh, yeah, Jody Davis came in. And here's the thing. He came in at the end of our set. And then somebody goes, oh, Jody Davis is there. And Jeff goes, Jeff had already broken a string. And, I, and I'm like, let's do an encore real quick. He's like, I can't, I, can't, I don't have a string. He's like, how about we play Fuck the Cardinals? Because he only plays guitar and that. He goes, I'll use your guitar. So he he used my guitar, immediately broke a string on my guitar. But he, <laughs> but he got through the but he got through the set and we played Fuck the Cardinals for Jody Davis, who was jamming out so hard to uh that song. He came up as soon as we were done, gave us all a big high high five. I mean, like you said, like dream come true from being a and, kid. And look at him. He looks, he looks great. great. He's yeah. he's twenty years older than me. 18 more than you or 19 more than you. I mean, it, that is a good looking. I I can only hope to look that good when I'm that age. I mean, that's amazing. You already don't look that good. I, I <laughs> and you're and you're 20 years younger than him. I ain't. I've got, but I've but the way I look at it is I have 20 years to hit that <laughs> standard that I'm going for. Yes, I've sir. got dreams, Danny. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, that was, it was a lot of fun. Thanks to everybody that came. That was freaking blast. But, um, we, we didn't talk about the Reds series at all. I, I think we should give it a little bit of short shrift because, like, it feels like a really long time ago. But the Cubs did take two or three from the Reds as well. They, so, they're four and two on the week. So I did want to point something out here, Danny. I mean, they, the Cubs won that series. Then they won the Red Sox series. So 
I kind of feel like winning series now is just the stock standard for how they're doing it. <laughs> Anybody who's watching the show can see I've got a Wrigley Field uh, marquee with home of the stock, stock standard yeah. written on it. So, Yeah, what that Wikowski or whatever his name is. What a we jerk. Yeah, what a what a douchebag. Yeah, twenty like, years old or something like that, and oh, I guess it's a stock standard stadium. I'm like, dude, it's like one of the oldest places in the in in the major leagues. Like, what do you mean stock standard? Does it look like any other stadium in the entire world? Maybe he was considering like the visitors clubhouse or something. I don't know why, but either way, you never say that about anybody. Now, just everybody's going to hate you, and then you right. lost and sucked. You well, and sucked. if he was smart, he. Uh, if the if the Red Sox had been smart, they would have left him in that stock standard visitors clubhouse. Well, he didn't pitch that bad, but uh, yeah. The, so the Cubs they they beat two or three from St. St. Louis, two or three from uh, Cincinnati, and two or three from Boston. So that's three series in a row that they've won. And I'm like, who the hell are these Cubs? They're not supposed to. They're they were going to lose a hundred games. We thought we, we might see those Cubs show up later in the week when they go out to LA but we'll we'll see those those trips never tend to go well you know those those Milwaukee to LA road trips <laughs> yeah uh, those make a lot of sense yeah so that um, midwest yeah, coast swing i did want to talk a little bit about the reds series uh only because of this uh the cubs lost 5 to 3 they won 8 to 3 and then they won 15 to 7 a game in which they had 23 hits and Max Schrock pitched so um i was looking out and i was talking to sarah sanchez uh the other day about blowouts and how annoying it is that these position player pitch it, pitch in almost every single like every like twice a week now it yeah, seems like and so i'm like well why are there all these blowouts <clears throat> um so i i actually looked it up and uh, they call a blowout win on baseball reference only six runs, and I don't think that's a blowout. Well, I'm and like, um, I think that's a blowout. If you win by six or more, that's definitely a blowout at the end of the game. Um, and I think the rule is you have to be at least down by, is it six, before you can even bring a position player in. Yeah. So maybe that's why they... That's People don't the, really do it at six, though, because it's really easy to put up a five spot against a position player. So if you're only winning by six and all of a sudden you got like Andrelton Simmons out there, like giving up two two home runs like or like Max Schrock did, for example, gave up five runs or like uh, the Cubs pitchers did. And the Reds stormed back to have the score. So, it, I mean, it was like 15 to three or two or something like that. And then they scored a bunch of runs in the yeah, last couple of innings. Ended up with seven in that one. And, but what I want to talk about in this is specifically blowouts. So I made it more that it was like 10 runs or more. Okay. You know, I, I put, I put it into the baseball reference, uh, you know, mach, uh, the machine, the search machine. And I looked up like how many blowout games to decided by 10 or more runs it, by year. So I went uh, every 10 years so there were 40 games in 1982 that were decided by more than 10 runs, 63 games in 1992, and then 87 games in 2002. So there you're getting into steroid era 
with that stuff. Right, but so, still, that's that's an amazing – I mean, doubled, doubled in those 20 years. Doubled yeah. in those 20 years. And then – And it's uh, not like only half the teams were doing steroids. Literally, everyone was doing the steroids. So. Yeah. And then it, 61 games, it went down in 2012 after maybe the steroid era was ending – then, uh, but this year so far, there's already 43 games. There were 40 games total in 1982. 43 games already this year. We're not even halfway through the season. And there were 100 games last year decided by 10 or more runs. So I think that's more of, I don't know if that's, that's a position players pitching because at the end of games, you're adding out a bunch of runs. And then what might have been an eight-run deficit is now a 15-run deficit or whatever it is. And then, on top of it, you got tanking teams, so they're just, like, not competitive teams playing each other as well. Well, yeah, you have tanking teams. You have um, you have <clears throat> managers who are just willing to give up a game. I mean, I don't think that was a thing back in the 80s, like the early 80s was too like... proud. Yeah, they were too proud to do that sort of thing. And then... It's like a um it's it's also the situation of these starters don't ever go deep into games, right? So if you're only going uh five innings, then you're always using four innings worth of a bullpen. Anytime you have a game that you're kind of out of it, you feel like you want to bring in a position player to save your bullpen a little sure. bit because you know your starters aren't gonna go deep anymore. You know, yeah. and that so back in the day, you get into a blowout game, you have plenty of relievers still in the bullpen to work that game because your starters used to go seven, eight innings every single night. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it. And so you, you got a lot of things going on with, uh, I think, those numbers. But I think the thing that's annoying me more, and they have to do something about it. Like I, I was watching part of the, I think it was Pirates and Brewers. The other day, it was a huge blowout. The Pirates got killed like 19 to 2 or something like that. There were two position players for each team. Like the Brewers did that bullshit where they had a position player on the mound as well, even though they were winning because they're saving their bullpen too. Why not? We See, already wrecked up the. But that that right like, there should be illegal, right? That should be illegal because, like, I get it. You're getting your ass handed and you are now basically forfeiting the game. But you can't just shut the game down. At, at, you know, you can't be in the seventh or eighth inning and just say, "Now nah, we're not playing anymore." So you put in a position player just to get through. You're losing. That's your choice. But if you're winning and then you do that, I think that should be illegal. That's that seems disrespectful to the other team. Yeah, it, it shows you up. It seems disrespectful to anybody at the game watching. Yeah. You know, well, your fans it's a joke. like it's, it's yeah. a freaking joke. And I like what fa I don't know who Facebook user is, but they wrote not only more position players pitching, but these guys are making no effort to be competitive. They're throwing lob balls. What happens the, the to say the shortstop coming on and throwing gas? Because like that sometimes used to happen too. that. You what happened to John Baker coming out there and, and ripping 73 mile per hour fastballs out there? <laughs> I think he threw all off-speed pitches, in fact, but I think that's well, what he said. Didn't they, didn't they, I think they told him how to hold the, the, the seams on the one pitch he was going to throw so it yeah. would do weird stuff. Yeah, just so he could throw some junk. Uh, but uh, during that wild Max Schrock game against the Reds, uh, Bleacher Jeff, right, I was out that game, and uh, Bleacher Jeff got 
another baseball. Um, and uh, he even got, they talked about him on the, uh, I think, who's, oh, he got um, uh, B.J. Higgins homer. Every and time it, I see another picture of him, he looks more and more like he's on the Muppet show. <laughs> yeah, like as a Muppet, not like Bleacher Jeff on the Muppet. Yes, no, more and more like he's got somebody's hand up his ass. Well, you know, you know what I, I I've been calling him Cartoon Jeff because he like literally is a caricature of a guy that he accidentally created by sitting in in the left field bleachers and getting drunk every day. Yep. But this is what this is hilarious. So uh, there was a scrum for the ball. He came up with it. There was a you know he just went over there with his glove and look at the guy. There's Jeff with the ball in his hand, and then this other dude is flipping him the double birds. <laughs> 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 it's so good. And then <laughs> I love this picture so much. Just flipping up the double, like, fuck you, you got it. And I didn't. And then, you know, and then the other thing that happened in this game was Fam, who we had been giving hell to all game because he's being a little bitch. He like complained about the fans and had the red shirts come over and yell at some people in over in uh Terrace reserved. Like I was sitting in the Bartman seats and some guy was handing it to fam uh, out there. And he had like, we don't want to kick you out, but you got to really relax there, buddy. He wasn't like barely doing anything at all. It's just like, fam, you suck. Like that was enough, you know, fam. I, I think he complained, but so we're giving him hell because, um, fam, you know, of all guys to be a little bitch. First of all, he slapped Jack Peterson, who we like. So uh, over, uh, over, um, fantasy baseball. Which is, was it, no, fantasy football, I think. Oh, it was football? I thought it was baseball. Maybe it was. Yeah, no, I, no I, thought, yeah, I think football. That's That sounds more right. I feel like they don't have enough time to play some fucking fantasy baseball. That shit's like, a, well, I mean, maybe they do. Yeah, I mean, they, they, do. they, they have some time down. sitting around the clubhouse in the daytime, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Fantasy sports are not worth smacking anybody over. Too yeah. much drama for that shit. So and it was it was a fantasy sports league that Mike Trout was actually the commissioner of, and apparently he's a terrible commissioner because I think I don't play any fantasy games, but what I, from what I understand that uh, Jock's move was a little underhanded is what I've been told. Look, I ran a fantasy football league for like eleven years. It's the most thankless, worthless bullshit you'll ever do if anybody wants you to be the fucking like commissioner of a league just say no right away is no like i thought oh this would be fun i'll get my friends together these are my friends these are people that i've known for like my whole life and these motherfuckers are fighting and arguing and and you know and calling me on a sunday morning like i gotta change this guy out my fucking phone doesn't work it's it <laughs> sucks so you know I, I feel bad for mike trout in this situation because i mean who knows if he's really a bad commissioner or if he, like every other fucking normal human in the world, just got pissed off as like, fuck you guys. I'm not going to like handle it yourself, Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson. Like, quit bitching. Yeah, we, this is funny. Uh, written in the chat, Pham slapping people over fantasy football. Shocking. He got stabbed at the club. Here's a guy that got stabbed at a strip club like during COVID. Like, it was June of COVID. Like, everything shut down it was, except for the one strip club where Tommy Pham got stabbed in San Diego. It was, Yeah, I remember this. It was really early in the, in the whole COVID thing in 2020. And technically, he should have been staying in game shape because 
They didn't know when they were going back. Everything was up in the air. And this and this dude's out getting stabbed at a fucking strip club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then he, he ended up on a, on the IL, I think, because they'd started a little bit right after that. Um, So anyway, we're giving him – we're singing fam slap. In, in, a, in a stabbing – you don't come back from the stabbing. Like, that's not a day-to-day injury. Yeah, no, you got you to gotta <laughs> heal that one. So then we're giving him all this shit, and then he ends up hitting a home run. Um, And he hits a home run, and this guy, he falls over, catches it. He's right in front of me. Falls over, catches this ball, or maybe just drops it. Big picks it up, and immediately understands. Everybody's like, "Throw it back," because it's fam, you know. He took one look at all of us, panicked, and sprinted out of the ballpark. Like, did not <laughs> for a moment. And so somebody did throw a ball back. I think it might have been Ball Hawk Dave who saw what was going on. Uh, well, who's, ball, who's ball Hawk Dave right is now. in here, right? Yeah. yeah, Facebook user is Ball Hawk Dave. So, um, so anyway, but he, I think it was him that threw it. Somebody from the street threw it because this ball came flying over this video board. <laughs> I'm surprised it made the field like somebody who ever threw it had a good arm. Uh, but um, yeah, it was it was hilarious. I've, this that new panic it just was like, like I don't want to throw so, it. Just so people know, you will get chanted at. Throw the ball back. But if you don't throw it back, nothing happens to you. Relax. Like, just don't worry about it. In fact, if you refuse to throw it back, someone will probably give you some, like, target rubber baseball or some shit to throw out just so it looks like you've thrown a ball out. Like, you know, yeah. I personally would throw back an, a, uh, an opposing team's ball, the actual ball. That's what I would do. But. Even the regular bleacher people keep dummy balls so they don't have to throw uh, the other one back. And then some of the times those come out there, they're like little league baseballs are made of, they bounce like, yeah. So, somebody threw a plum once. Like, it's just like, <laughs> none of it's, <laughs> none of it's real. But, um, anyway, so that I, that's all I really want to talk about the Red Series. They, they won it. Pride night was cool. The hat actually looked better. In real life, than it did, and uh, it, in the it, picture, in yeah, the picture, yeah, it looked like crap in the picture, but it looked uh, cool in real life. And um, I don't know, it was it was kind of a fun to be out of Wrigley because you know you're out there winning, and I saw I saw a couple victories this week, and it was it was yeah. new and different for this team. <laughs> it is, it, it's an odd, odd thing, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but we get, let's move on to the series that Lyle lost. So here's what happened. Lyle and I had a bet that I would have had to wear a Cardinals hat at a Cubs-Cardinals game at Wrigley Field if the Cubs lost, and he was going to have to wear a Yankees hat at Fenway if he lost the bet. Well, he lost the bet, but then we went double or nothing today on the sweep, which means he would have had to go to two games wearing a Yankees hat at Fenway Park. And I was like, you know what? I'm playing with house's money. Let's see what happens. And the Cubs almost won today, and um, they should have won. Yeah. I mean, both teams should have won many times. Like the combined, well, we can work backwards in well, this if you want. Right? To poor, uh, yeah. Poor Keegan Thompson gets like a forty-seven pitch inning because uh, Morell lost that ball in, in the sun, and you know they just couldn't put the shit together in that fourth inning. Yeah, yeah, and they they couldn't. They, I mean, the umpiring was kind of bad. 
You know, I've they were complaining about it on the radio. Coombe, I was listening on the way down. I'm in Cincinnati right now. If you can't tell, I'm not home right now. But um, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it, they were complaining. Coombe, uh, I was all sucked. Yeah, I was watching, but it looked like to me, and kind of the way JD was saying, like they they were borderline pitches. They were pitchers' pitches that they should have been getting, and they just weren't. But it seemed pretty consistent across, you know, both. It's not like. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a, a an umpire report card that tells us which team was favored or not because of one or two specific pitches. But in general, it looked to me like the umping was at least consistent. And that's that's really all I care about because it's it's a little hard to get all those right all the time. But if you can at least be wrong consistently, the players can figure it out or they should yeah. be able to figure it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at ump scorecards right now, and that one's not out yet. But I will take a look at it. I, I'm curious to see what it was. But the Cubs lose four to two. Uh, Keegan Thompson did pretty well, and um, you know both teams though to combined three for thirty four runners in scoring position. Oh team, God, two double plays for each team as well. So that got ruined. It was a lot of innings. it was a slow game. Four hours. Because, yeah, yeah, because. I mean, the, the bases were just full all the time for both teams. Like, there was just guys on all the time. And, uh, yeah, so I was in the middle of the game. I took the dogs for a walk, down, you know, and I was out for like an hour. And I'm. it was like it was like an inning and a half or two innings. And Coom Dog was, was pissed about uh, the one, the I think the Japanese, it was possibly the Japanese pitcher because he was – like slowing the game down even more. Sawamura, I think, who took two yeah, innings, yeah, yeah, right in the middle of the game after Seabold uh, went out after four. Yep, I, I, I think Coomer had a date. I think he yeah. had shit to do. He had a dinner to go to, and he was just kind of like, this guy's walking around, like, you know, half standing in the box, and this guy's walking around, not even looking at the mound. Yeah, it was yeah, funny. Even ele- I mean, it did go 11 innings, but, like, yeah, no, that was not all about the 11 inning part of it it was a it was a slow game and um i, I was glad because it it kept me entertained the entire way from uh chicago to cincinnati but uh 20 hits in this game combined nine for the cubs 11 for boston 11 walks five for uh five uh, issued by the red Sox, six issued by the cubs and yeah so it was uh, yeah it was david like, elliott writes how many infield singles for the red yeah, Sox today seven not exaggerating yeah. and i think keegan thompson had six infield like weak ass hits that just they the defense this was not a great day for the defense. They just didn't look great, and they couldn't pull off, you know, really anything on these. Well, Morrell catches that ball playing second base, and he they got him all over the field right now. And so he's not quite as used to that Wrigley Sun, which can be really tough at this time of year. And so that ball went up there, and then uh, Rivas tried to help him out. Oh, and then poor Rivas gets a fucking error, error. because he, he tried to help. Then they took the error away, though. Oh, so, did they take that error I away? I think they did. Let me. I hope they did because that wasn't fair at all. I mean, well, that he he was trying to cover for him at the last second because Coom Dog was Coom. They had it. They gave him an error, and then I think they took it away. Yeah, the only error was Wick's throw at the mm. end of the game that wrecked the whole game. So, but still, that drop ball that allows a run to score right there on that play, and um, so you know 
There's your and there's the, your problem. And it comes to the inning, the inning keeps he going. Yeah. He, Keegan Thompson. Uh this happened in um didn't he pitch in that uh, did he pitch in the first Reds game and he gave up he had the one bad inning, right? Yeah. That was yeah. Keegan Thompson. Yeah. So yeah, it was okay. It was so going back lost. yeah. Yeah, going back to that Reds game, same sort of situation here. Keegan Thompson seems to be a very good pitcher, but this is what I've noticed in these last few starts. He can get into his head, and when he does, he struggles out on the mound. So in that Reds game, there was a uh, – they stopped the game for a video review. Yeah. And, and it was a bullshit, it. like, video review. And he was doing fine up to that point until he stood there for like five minutes without throwing a pitch. And then he had to go back in there and all of a sudden they, they could hit him and they got like two runs off him or something. And, and that was enough. And that was enough. And, and then of course, Ross sent his ass back out there in that game after it was clear that the kid, I don't think he was too physically tired. I think his brain, like he just couldn't bring himself back in. So then skip up forward to today there are issues in the field, right? He's not getting the outs that he's hoping to get, that he thinks he's going to get, and I think he's just struggling with that. Now, he's a young guy, and, I mean, shit, he's he's a rookie out there trying to pitch, and it's that's one of the hardest things to do is just to be yeah, able to maintain the, the focus. Game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's hard for hitters, pitchers. Pitchers probably more than anybody because they're literally – Every single ball is theirs. So, yeah. So, and, and there was a bad call on a swing, too, that I think would have been a strike three situation. I know Coom Dog was mad about that, that he, he swung, and then, and then a run got walked in after that. So, there was just like a lot of bullshit scoring, and the Cubs couldn't do anything with runners on. Well, and when you say a lot of bullshit scoring, it was two runs. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it just felt like a lot of. Oh, yeah, it felt like Because there's yeah, so many like guys it. on base all the time. Well, and then there was that, I don't know why. I mean, this bothered me too, just because he was out probably, but Wilson, the double steal with Wilson getting thrown out at second base, and yet yeah. it happened. I mean, I know you're trying to stay out of the double play, I get it. But, you know, what Hap doesn't swing at a strike, takes a pitch. Like, did he miss a sign? Was that supposed to be a hit and run? You're trying to score two of those runs. Maybe, you know, you displace the fielders and, you know, but Hap didn't swing. And I'm like. And it was a strike, like you said. Like, yeah, he's a strike. he should have been fucking swinging at it regardless. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, if he he hits the ball somewhere and I don't know. Wrigley was rocking when I mean Wisdom hit the Wisdom hit that was exciting tied it up in the eighth he freaking crushed that crushed ball eight. like on the TV I could tell I'm like after, oh that was it after getting knocked down on his ass too he got knocked down on his ass a ball in his head and then he and then he crushed it right after that and uh, you know Wick got through the tenth okay but um, then he threw that one away in the eleventh and I mean Wick's but, not good Wick's the, like Wick's just not I, good the Wick so yes burning the candle at both ends with Wick <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm I'm sitting there I'm watching a game and I was just like oh, do I really like maybe I will watch this last inning because I generally turn them off when they go to clown ball. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm kind of invested in this game right now. Like, maybe I'll stay in. And then they come back from commercial break, and it's like, Rowan Wick 
out on the mound. I'm like, yeah, I'm shutting this fucking thing up. <laughs> like, I am not watching Rowan Wick pitch. And then to find out that he actually made it through the 10th and they sent him back out there. It's like Ross was just like, well, you haven't fucked up yet. You may yeah. as well keep going out. Well, you got the Brewers, and then you go to L.A. I mean, there's just no days off right now, so who knows? If, you know, they, the problem with the pitchers not going deep into the games, we'll talk about these other games. I mean, first of all, let, let's work backwards because Alec, Alec Mills pitched to one batter or two yeah. batters, and then after seven pitches was out of the game, went .1 innings, got a strikeout. Okay, hold gave on. Gave up a hit, and then his back went out. We are going backwards. Did you want me to end that segment for oh, today's game? With yeah, I that. actually, and I had to, I had to bust my ass to write this one before the show because, of course, oh. it just happened today. Oh, it's a fresh poem. It's, it smells oh, like it's, fresh poem. It's yeah, hot off the presses. Okay. Cubs poem seventy nine, Chicago two, Boston four. So many pitches in the fourth. Keegan gets pulled, of course. No help from the sun. Cubs defense is kind of dumb. Bullpen holds through nine. Wisdom ties it. Clown ball time. Game ends in a tie. Manfred Mann should die. Wick in the game for two? Rossi, what is wrong with you? I, I really, yeah. That, that's pretty good for uh, just knocking that one out. No, no even time to edit. To the, be fair... I actually did edit that. I wrote it. I posted it, and I immediately saw something else I should do, and I took it back out. But to be fair, I I knock them all out like that, Danny. I don't I don't put a ton of time oh, in these. Oh, I don't I know believe, if you. I believe that. Yeah. No. I, <laughs> some of them come out great, and some of them are like, you know, Doctor Seuss just took a shit. Well, she's being being taking a shit. Freaking Alec Mills. Went out there and hurt his back again with his 968 ERA that he will never get down because he can't stay on the field this year. So that really sucks because I, I felt like even though he was kind of like not doing great since he came back, like you could use somebody that to eat those innings because the bullpen is freaking taxed and then Mills couldn't do it. So you had to send Mark Leiter Jr. out there. He did well though. 5.1 innings, three hits, only one run, five Ks. And then Givens and, is, uh, and is that the Robertson. key for Leiter? Is that the key? Is like you just can't have him start. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, he's <laughs> hasn't been good. I mean, it's. I mean, so I mean, I think this is the role that he should be in is like long man and relief, or maybe like you have an opener and then you pull in lighter, like kind of like just kind yeah. of how this accidentally worked out. But uh, you know, this was a tight game. You know, the uh, the Winkowski only gave up one earned run. Um, yeah. He had six strikeouts and six innings. He pitched, he pitched well in a stadium that he is a stock just for he, – he did, he did a stock standard uh, good job. <laughs> he he, he, yeah, he, he really did. No, yeah, he, he had a good game. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you could be in there. We have heard it from too many people, opposing teams as well, the energy, the feel of the – the ballpark of all this stuff. And he's, and you know what? If, if you like Fenway better, fine. You like Fenway better. You don't have to fucking blow out somebody else's candle to make yours glow brighter. But to say that it's a stock standard field, come yeah, on. That's that's just, that's just wrong. Yeah. That's there's just nothing stock standard about Wrigley. It's first of all, it's like 110 years old. That's right. Or 108 years old. That's right. There makes it not stock standard. Um, but, uh, yeah, fuck him. Yeah. It's got, it's got Ivy as 
protection for the outfielders against a brick wall, yeah. not stock standard. Yeah. Like maybe the mound is the exact same as all the as other ballparks. <laughs> He's like, it's still sixty feet six inches. So, uh, so the the Cubs, you know, they scratched out all the runs here. Wisdom single and an error. Then Nico yeah. bunts in, and then there was another error. Then as all of a sudden it's one to nothing. The other one was a Narciso Crook sacrifice fly. Which, by the way, he's with the team now. So I, I saw <laughs> I saw him in the game today. I'm like, I I I, I was out walking it. I saw his name come up. I'm like. Who the Crook. fuck is Crook? Yeah, I saw a lot of that today on Twitter. Be like, who is this guy? Yeah, and then I looked him up, and he and, and he's wearing a Reds hat, and I'm like, wait, yeah. did they just trade for him? Like, did they get no, like get him he's this been in the minors? But the only time he was in the majors was with the Reds. I think is maybe is what happened. I don't know. No, no, because well, it was just a big league hit just the other day. So he was, but he was a. I got to figure he would, get, the Reds drafted work. him and he's been oh. in the minors the whole time and then all of a sudden like but then I'm like wait he has been up here for 4 days yeah and <laughs> how did realize. I not see him yeah yeah and a lot of people I no it was funny cuz I saw a lot of people realizing today like they're like who is this guy and uh yeah he's actually come up and done okay so far he's uh two he's let's see it's 2 for 7 and and <laughs> what fine. a name! A what a name! Yeah. We got to call this shit out because look, we make fun of you know Nars Lars Newtbar and shit like this. This motherfucker's name is not wait, wait, Nar- Narciso Nar- Crook. Narciso <laughs> Crook, yeah. He's that, from uh, that is it's a cool name. I mean, he's he's from uh, New Jersey. Somebody so. played Boggle, invented <laughs> a new player. So I mean. <laughs> We'll see what this guy. I mean, I, he's probably Seiya Suzuki is getting. We're going to talk about it in a second. What it may, might mean, but he's getting. He's coming back to the team tomorrow, so I think Crook will be gone. But um, I, most likely, I don't wouldn't think as anybody else. It, but that I thought that was weird, didn't you? That they announced yesterday that, that he was going tomorrow. to return on Monday. Like, why yeah. didn't? He come back for today. They they really weren't trying to win the game today. That's what it felt like. Like they're just like, eh. The whole team. We won the series. We're good. We got our meatloaf. So and once again, you got to hand it to David Robertson shutting it down. Who goes one point one innings, gives up the hit, strikes out two, has has the walk. wasn't like a clean situation, but he's going to get traded, and this team's going to get a lot worse. But hopefully, we can get something for him. Uh, the Dodgers aren't doing too well with Kimbrel. Right now is what I'm understanding. Uh, Kimbrel so- was he had a he had a moment out there in L.A. He was doing okay, but yeah, I, he's kind of falling off right now. I think. Yeah, they're gonna need somebody. So maybe David Robertson. So we're gonna ship somebody out, and probably will be him. Um, so uh, they had the tying run at the plate. Uh, hit the ball hard, right at Ortega though. So game yep. over. It was exciting. Competitive games. I was standing at a ball hawk corner uh, listening to that one. Yeah, just like listening to the crowd. The crowd was going nuts. And then, uh, yeah, game one was also a competitive game. Now, I thought we were going to lose this one. I was super hungover after being at that blowout on Thursday. Uh, oh, on- hold up. Did you want the poem for that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, poem. Yeah, yeah. I know we're doing we're, this all backwards. We're but- doing everything backwards, yeah. So here's, here's some music. I like this. Cubs here's- poem 78, Chicago 3, Boston 1. July 2nd, a stock standard nighter 
versus stock standard lighter, a stock standard loss for the stock standard socks. If you can't get stock standard hits, don't talk your stock standard shit. Wrigley flies a stock standard flag for wins in the stock standard bag. Nice. I wrote that. That's great. I wrote that. I actually wrote that late last night because I was out watching fireworks last night and got home and then saw that dude's uh, thing. That was done at like one thirty in the morning, half drunk. And I was like, fuck this dude. I'm going to write a stock standard poem. <laughs> I'll show him. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure he's crying about it. Oh, my God. It's Tom, well, I mean, Tommy Pham cried about it, but. <laughs> so uh, game one, I thought the Cubs were going to lose this. They were down four to nothing. They came back with three runs in the fifth, three runs in the sixth. They end up winning six to five. So oh, they got the out comeback hit. game. Yeah, they got out hit um, eleven to six. Um, and okay, but, yeah, it was. Hits this okay. is this is the game that I was puffing out my chest on, right? Because I put in the rakes flakes throws and blows that in the blows was danish and hansel i made the joke danish and a hansel name and all the dumb shit but they did not do well and they and they literally brought danish out like bases loaded and he walks in a run walks in a run yeah yeah and then uh hansel comes out in the very next inning and he's got a pitch and he's just gives and up he three gives up runs yeah. Three walks. Yeah. And and I'm over here just like, you know, like, come on. I had, I nailed it. I nailed it. Not only did I say it, but then they literally put these guys in back to back and they fucking blew the whole game. Yeah. No, you did look like a genius for that one moment, but then thank God we all forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a, uh, yeah, the first pitch of the game was hit uh, out of the ballpark by Duran. He hit it. Uh, off Samson, Dick Mountain went out there, Rich Chill, and um, he, he and got kind of hurt. Shutting, but... He was shutting the Cubs down until he sprained his knee, apparently. Yeah, he hurt himself. And then uh, it was uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., who was 0 for 26, going <laughs> in. He cleared the bases <laughs> with a three-run double. So frustrating. And at that point, I thought the game was over. I was listening I, to it in bed. I did, too. I was, I was so hungover. And I, from being out there at that shit show of a game on Thursday nights, so I was, like, laying in bed, being, like, oh, like, feeling sorry for myself. And then, like, it was all of a sudden 4 not that I was, like, well, at least I could take a nap and, you know, right now not miss anything but a crappy Cubs loss. And I guess I should buy a Cardinals hat now because Lyle's going to win this. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, and but anyway, uh, they they came back and they won this one, so that's good to see. Um, Cubs got on the board with a Velasquez triple. Now he might be a guy that goes back. I don't know. Maybe they keep Crook and uh, send Velasquez back. I don't know. You know, um, I I think these this last week has really proven out a lot of the stuff that we wanted in the preseason. When we were talking about this, when we were talking to other people from other podcasts and stuff, you know, it's like, what do we want to see? We want to see the young guys. We don't want to see Hayward. all these old dudes that, you know, and I, I know they're 30, but yeah, they're they're old comparatively. But we didn't want to see the Schwindels and, and uh, uh, you know, and all these guys that were just, you know, that they're not real guys and they're not going to be there for the next 
you know, real team that they put out there. We wanted to see the young guys sink or swim. And we didn't get that. We still kind of don't get that. But now we've got enough injuries that all these young guys are getting out there. And it's proving out. It's like, God, if you if if we could have just done this earlier, look, they are not going to be a, a, a an end-of-season tournament team regardless. But at least it would be fun to watch the team. I I mean, I'm a little annoyed that I we missed out on a month of Morel, right? This yeah. dude's awesome. I love watching him. Yeah, play. he's fun to watch. He's like a, he's got a his spark plug for the team too. He's got eight forty two OPS. He's batting two eighty one. He hit the he hit a home run in this game. He hit, he was he had the big shot of uh, of the he, he had three homer. straight games with home runs. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he ties up the game. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. And the go ahead run scored on a Wilson uh, Wilson. Well, he Wilson scored it on a wild pitch. So. Right. Oh, and and Wilson Contreras. Sorry if we haven't mentioned him yet, but he, the guy is just he he is the stalwart of the team. He literally he goes out there every single day. He rakes. He does everything. It is so sad that we're not going to get. Yeah, three walks in this game. Um, you know he he was this the six hundred hit hits or was it the next game he got that happened in the Red Series. Pretty sure that happened. Oh, in the Red yeah. Series, yeah. You know, and he wants to be a Cub, and you want, you know, that, at least that's what he says. And you got to, I mean, why wouldn't he want to be the Cubs? He just wants them to pay him what they should pay him, which is like twenty million a year or something like that. Uh, David, I, Elliott, I, I, I think he's a he is a. I think for the Cubs, especially, I think he's a twenty-five million guy. You know, I think who who got the there was a, a catcher that got a, a contract just not that too long ago. I think it was like thirty two million a year, but it was only for like three years. But you know, I I would say lock him up six years, twenty five mil. That's one hundred and fifty million for the dude that should be your Yadier Molina. And yeah. as much as I don't like Yadier Molina, I know what he means to that Cardinals fan base in that Cardinals team. And I mean, Wilson Contreras is that guy, my God. And I just don't understand what it is that the Ricketts and Jed don't like about the guy that are, that's making them not want to just keep him going. I I, I think they don't like it personally. I really, I really just think that's what it is. He's he, he they want somebody that maybe is uh, I don't know. I mean, we don't know the, the personal thing of it, but it's, it doesn't make any sense to me why it's like this. But here's a guy that's already worth 3.1 war, baseball reference war, this year. Now, a lot of people compare his what he should get in the contract is uh, somebody like Salvador Perez of the Royals. Now, Salvador Perez is getting about $20 million a year, depending on the years, like 18, then 20, then 22, then 13 at the end with the team option, blah, 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 all that crap. But um, you know, the people are saying something like that would be uh, the optimum, and uh, yeah, and, you you're not going to win any games. Um, and if 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 that's what he, if that's what his number is, if it's twenty million, fine, great, give it to him. I just feel like, in in my mind, I think he's worth at 
up to twenty five million. Like, well, now I the Cubs. Not, gotta, well, now the Cubs got to compete with how many other ga- teams? Twenty nine. Yeah, or they don't all need a catcher, but a bunch do, especially the freaking Cardinals. So get ready for that. They might just do that just to demoralize Cub fans and the team. And they absolutely will. They yeah. will demoralize us. Yeah, that'll be the worst possible thing. But um, no, Danny, I saw that you put up uh, David Elliott's thing there. Uh, He David Elliott says Morel, Crook, Velasquez, they aren't even the top prospects in the system. The guys coming up behind them could be even more. Yeah, that's the hope. That is that honestly is the hope. Here's the fear. Those guys who are coming up, especially Morel who is awesome, wasn't a top prospect. Horner, not a top prospect. Well, he's he's, number one pick, at least. Was he was a number one? Horner was number one pick, yeah. Oh, okay. I guess it was just the fact that he was – I guess they just weren't ready to bring him up. I guess that was the issue with him, right? Because they kept wanting to send him back down. I guess that was my thing. Well, well, he came up accidentally. He came up in 2019 at age 22, all the way from double A because everybody got hurt. So I understand that, but he's been good ever since. And all they've wanted to do for like the three, four years leading up to this is like, they just want to send him down, you know, same with same thing happened with Wilson Contreras. He wasn't supposed to stay up. He came up and they couldn't send him back down. He was too good. Schwarber did the same thing. You know, let's talk about Nico. I mean, he's, He's slugging this year. I mean, he's only got four home runs, but he's got three triples and seven doubles uh, out of his 68 hits. You'd like to maybe see that doubles number go up, but he's batting 312. Um, he's got a 116 OPS plus right now, and yeah. that'll play. He's worth 2.4 war. He's been, I think, the, something about like the last couple of weeks he's or last week he's hitting 500 or like, no. So, yeah, no, I. I Listen, well, he's he's a contact easy. guy, and he didn't lose the contact skills when he put some muscle on. That seems to be the problem, right? Yeah. They put a little bit of muscle on there, like, now I'm a home run hitter. He's still a contact guy. He just he hits the ball hard when he makes the contact, and it's great. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I absolutely love Nico Horner. I just felt like the Cubs front office kept giving him short you know, like short shrift, like kept wanting to send him down. Like, oh, he needs eight more at bats in AAA or else he obviously won't be very good here. You know, and that's my issue is that it feels like these guys that keep coming up and doing really well weren't necessarily the guys that they wanted to bring up. And that's what worries me is like maybe the guys that they want to bring up, maybe they're not as good. You know they're, what I mean? They're because ready. they're not ready. Yeah, they're too young. The, the, the guys that they want to, the, the guys that David's talking about, are not in Double A. They're not in Triple A. Right. They are True. in Single A, and they're not ready. I so, I just, I just really hope long. we we yeah we're running long. This show's taking way too long. <laughs> I, I, I keep walking around. I keep walking around. Okay, let me. I'm, how many? Are we really at that? Okay, yeah, we're at fifty-one me, minutes. Okay, I'll hit the poem, and then we'll walk out for the first game. Cubs poem, 77, Chicago 6, Boston 5. Red stockings in Wrigley, an old Samson seeming sickly. 
survived his struggles, but the boys in blue can ball a little too and turn the tide against average arms being awful. Morel mashes a monster. W flag flies in friendly confines yet another time. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun couple of series. So we're going to take you to commercial break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about a few more Cubs things and get to the Brewer series. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rancher levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. Welcome back to the Sun Ranto Show. So, yeah, just a couple of Cubs roster moves I want to go through. Say is coming back. We said that. It's been a forever. Uh, Jonathan VR was completely released. Uh, he cleared waivers. and He's then already the- playing for somebody else. Yeah, the Angels. Uh, Drew Smiley is going to pitch Monday with either South Bend or Iowa. I don't know if that's been announced now. Stroman's going to begin a minor league rehab assignment with the Iowa Cubs. Um, uh, And Madrigal is now running bases. So that's good. That's part of the game. He'll be needing to do that. Um, Is that the equivalent of throwing on flat ground? I believe so. Daniel Norris is playing catch. So that's good. <laughs> Michael Hermosillo went to the 60 day while he had COVID. So that's not fun for him. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but he was. Wait, he went to the 60 day while he had COVID? Uh, I, they moved him from the COVID IL to the 60 day or vice versa. I oh. Think. So I, don't know. I think it was a roster thing. But, and then the other thing I wanted to bring up is that uh, Javier Baez got into it with. Uh, I saw this. Amir Garrett. Garrett. It is so funny that both those guys changed teams and they're still in the same division. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Javi's on the Tigers and Garrett's on the Royals now. But I I like that. uh, Javi, this is the picture that Bleacher Nation used. And it. Uh, Javi like looked at Amir and made it so it looked like he had giant nuts. <laughs> and he was giving him the you know the uh, to talk to the hand squawk 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 a bunch and yeah and if, and if anybody didn't see what happened Amir Gar- Javi was in the 
the uh, on deck circle, Amir Garrett gets a strikeout on a high pitch. Like the ball was out of the zone. He gets the call strikeout and Garrett throws his arms up in the air and, and like looks at Javi over in the batter's circle and starts, you know, talking shit. And so then, of course, Javi's talking shit, and they go back to their dugouts. And then Javi comes back out after getting his gloves, and they're still yelling at each other. Yeah, it's well, it's kind of <laughs> it's it's a little uh, babyish now at this point. But it seems like it's coming mostly from. I know that Javi didn't back down from the fight, but it feels like a lot of it's coming from Garrett. Like Garrett's the one he, that's keeping the shit going. Yeah, he keeps. Yeah, because I mean, Javi was just standing over there. He wasn't doing anything. He was, like, getting ready to hit. And Garrett yells at him over in the batter circle. Like, what What the hell is Javi thinking? This just in from David Elliott. South Bend says that Smiley is starting tomorrow. So he's going to pitch in South Bend, actually. Um, good. That's, that's close to where the Cubs are playing. Closer, anyway. Yeah. So, um, and the, the only other thing I wanted to bring up uh, in this kind of section is the standings, just because we never look at them, and um, <laughs> because we know we're not close. It's been too it's been too hard to look at them. Yeah, yeah. So I, I figured I'd bring them up. Uh, you know, we do definitely have a chance. I mean, if you really want to feel like the Cubs have a chance, they have a better chance. Um, actually, these are not the standings. This is uh, before well, today. This, okay, well, hold this on. The standings. This, this is after today. The Brewers are in first uh, game. What I love about this is that the Cincinnati Reds don't have a logo. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> terrible. They're just like, if you lose that many games, you don't, you're not allowed a logo. They're between but, logos right now. But, yeah, the Brewers are 46 and 35. We're facing them tomorrow. But they're not a 600 winning percentage team. They're 46 and 35. And uh, it's not – they're not that great. Well, that's what's frustrating us about this year, I think, is that it was a winnable division even going into the season, um, even with the, their good pitching. The Cardinals in the ARP Tour, they're eight games over five hundred, but, you know, it's not that great, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I just – it's frustrating. It comes now in third place at 32 and 47. If you really do have hope that you could, you could come back. And you, you're not going to win any wild card. You're not going to get into the postseason thing because you got too many teams to jump over. But this is still a somewhat winnable division for the Cubs. I would take a miracle. Now, here, here's the issue. Last year, we had a team with some players that were of name and could play if they put it all together. We were in first place at some point in June. And then we were... One game better, I think, than the Braves at the trade deadline. And the Cubs got rid of everyone. And the Braves went on to win the World Series. Yeah. Whereas, you know, so this year, we're struggling at all points. We finally made third place. And you're talking about a comeback. And they're going to trade anybody. Like, they're going to trade people we don't even know off this team. And they're starters. There's guys who have been starting for three weeks. We haven't even met them. They're going to be gone. <laughs> so I yeah, don't know that they're going to make it come I don't, I don't have a lot of hope, but if if this young team can win two out of three of every series for the rest of the year, they will finish maybe 500. And that would be possibly uh, the best we can hope for and might be enough for something. And I don't think it'll happen, 
but I'm saying there's a chance and might as well have a chance. And speaking of chance, hashtag chance in the chat and you could win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me. Um, I did want to, there's, there's another prize we give away together. <clears throat> John Vasky, what can they get for Fabian? Funny story about Fabian. I met him last night. I met oh, nice. Fabian. He was standing outside of Murphy's. Uh, I also have been hanging out with uh, Miguel Esparza. <laughs> He was hanging outside of Murphy's. He was carrying his chair with him. And any time anybody came near him, he ran out of the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I've been hanging out with him and Miguel Esparza, the Spanish language voice of the Cubs. Super cool guy. And I was hanging out with like a lot of the people from the Spanish language uh, production team. Very cool. And Murphy's is like the place to do that if you want it. Because I think they get some kind of discount if they're like got the staff badge or something like Murphy's hooks them up a little bit. So um, that's the place. Everybody knows that Murphy's is the place to be. That's no secret, <laughs> you know. But I did want to give away – we're giving away another prize today, and that is the Amazon item of the month. Uh, I forget what the last item of the month. You win Bleacher Bum Band shot glasses, a pair of them, if you win this contest. And uh, here are the the items purchased this – Oh, the person the from last June. week, I don't think – got a hold of you did they no they never got a hold of me i forget what uh they ordered you, uh, it started because you chose your own thing first right <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a mess so but these these this is uh what we got this month uh there's actually uh two pages of this there's 45 items that were purchased in, including volumizing shampoo uh, Ooh, fun, uh fun I, dip candy i was just looking at that fun dip candy bulk variety yeah people buying toner cartridges uh mosquito gnat barrier covers i mean well and that's what you need to be getting in the bulk variety is the mosquito stuff it's that time of year so uh what what we do with this is like each one of these corresponds to a number and uh the and if you shop through our amazon link you will be entered to win this contest every single month so uh what you got to do is just go to sunranto.com slash shopping, click on our Amazon link, and then shop through there, and then buy crap that you were going to buy anyway, and then you could win this, and plus, it doesn't cost you a number. Yeah, somebody brings this up. Uh, the Item three looks like Kenny Chesney window cur- curtains. It's actually not. It's Kenny Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked that up, too, and I was like, Kenny Chesney's curtains? Somebody's buying, like, country music curtains, and I actually looked the item up, and it's it's not what we thought. That's a million dollar idea. We'll go on Shark Tank. When you open your curtains, you get a Ch- Kenny Chesney song. There he is. He'll <laughs> just be standing there. We'll just hire Kenny Chesney. Well, it'll be, a, but there. you'll sing it. It'll be a Kenny Chesney song, but you'll sing it. I mean, we can't pay for that guy to do that. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do we're going to do the number picker wheel, number one through 45, and the corresponding number will win. Let's spin the wheel. Number 32. 32 is a winner. I could, kind of spin, I could spin these wheels all day and just freaking gamble on it. It's really fun to do. They um, are they are pretty fun. And, you know, people, you should know, too, the more you buy, the more opportunities you have to win. So number 32, the winner is the Fun Dip. Congratulations, Fun Dip. Are you kidding me? 
Yeah, number thirty-two. That sounds so cheap. That that sounds we like we planned this shit. That well, was everybody watched it with the rest of they. You watched it spin. I, uh, I watched it. There was yeah. we have no. Trust me, we do not have the capabilities to pull something like that off. I also don't <laughs> care who wins. <laughs> but uh, but I but I am very happy that Fundip won. So congratulations <laughs> to whoever book, to book Fundip. You know what they're going to use those shot glasses for? They're going to fill it with Fundip. <laughs> they're just going to dump a big shot of Fundip right in their mouth. So please, uh, if you're going to buy uh, giant cases of Fundip, use our search bar and uh, and click on our Amazon link. It doesn't cost you an extra dime, but we get like, I don't know, anywhere between like 1% and 3%. It always depends, but there's usually like 20 bucks in there at the end of the month, and that helps keep the lights on a little bit. You know, pays for a ticket, pays for a beer and a half, you know, that kind of thing. Keeps keeps the gre- keeps the wheels greased over here at the Sun Ranto Project. So uh, let's let's get into uh, some of this Brewers crap. Uh, I was hoping Eric Wheelow could come on the show just to piss everybody in Sun Ranto Land off because we know how much you, you like him. But uh, he was unfortunately un- unavailable. Maybe he will come and rub it in after we get swept up in Milwaukee and all our dreams of winning the division will be dashed. But if the Cubs sweep, it'll only be 10 games out. Now you tell me that that is an insurmountable lead? Just saying... He's got a lot of games together left. Not a lot, but, you know, five more, I think, five, six more. Anyway, uh, they are 45 and 35. They are in first place. Uh, no, 46 and 35 now. And this is interesting. Their playoff odds, 61% only to make the postseason. Which that I doesn't make any sense at all. That's, does- some, that's some Cardinals bias. Yeah, and only 1.1% chance to win the World Series, which I pretty much agree with. I was going to give Eric Wheelow shit about that if he came on the show. And the Cubs have played him tough. They had the first series of the year against him. They're 5-5 five and five against him. They've been outscored only by eight runs. Uh, the the Brewers, I guess they're not cheating this year. They play slightly better on the road. And they had a 12-15 and 15 in June. Uh, they lost a bunch of games in a row. But they've been playing better recently. That was early June that and they lost yeah, eight in a row back then. I, I think that's when the Cardinals jumped into first place and then for a little bit. But, yeah, it feels like they're playing the – I don't know. They're playing better now. It kills me, though, that the Cubs are 5-5 five and five against the Brewers. We're we're 2-1 and one against the Red Sox. We're, we have, like – we're 2-1 and one against the Braves. But aren't we, like, 2 and – six against the pirates or some shit like yeah, that. We we're like pirates, yeah. two and two and four against the reds. Like we can't beat these like terrible teams at the bottom of the standings. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot that's pretty similar about these teams offenses. Like they're eighth in OPS. So they're slightly better than us. We're 12th in the majors. They're third in homers. That's where that OPS number is going to come from. Comes are 18th. So they're not really scoring their runs as much that way. They're a little below average. The Brewers are sixth in walks. Cubs are eighth. The the Brewers have the fifth most strikeouts. The Cubs have the seventh most strikeouts. Uh, they're they're both like in the top of the league of stealing bases. So that's part of their game too. Uh, but once again, the Brewers are eighth in runs scored, and the Cubs are fourteenth. So that's what's gonna screw you right there. Because like even though there's a lot of similarities, you're just not getting the runs across. Yeah, there's that that one similarity that, or that one thing that's not similar, and that's just runners in scoring position and and making them cross home plate. Yeah. Oh, and RBI. 
And really, here's but here's the main reason why they're in first place. It's the pitching. Both their uh, overall staff and their bullpen is a full run better than the Cubs in ERA. And, uh, you know, our, our bullpen's just taken so much work this year. It's like, you know, they're – they're always in the game in the fifth, you know. So it's just like we 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 got the more innings than anybody else, which is why we've given up the most homers and have the most strikeouts. But it's because we have all the innings, and also we're giving up a lot of homers. We're like have the fifth worst ERA, team ERA in the bullpen. It's not great. Um, so uh, anyway, they 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 definitely beat us in that category. The pitching, uh, defensively, the Cubs and Brewers are actually tied for eighth in errors, and the Cubs. Dur defensive efficiency ratio or dur, 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 dur. seventh worst in the major leagues right now, and that does not surprise me either. They're kicking it around too much still. They're you know. that means there's 22 teams better than them, right? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's a lot of teams. So, and then in this, uh, let's see, we got oh, the weather. Well, it doesn't matter, they got a dome, but it is going to rain. So, if you're looking to be out there it's going to rain tomorrow um oh which if you don't know when it rains up in milwaukee they close the dome but there's no real air conditioning and when it rains it's muggy as all shit right and guys like bill sugas almost die yeah because it's gonna be 86 degrees and muggy and so we'll see what happens i mean yeah i would imagine this roof is I mean, maybe they open it if they if it's not too rainy, but 85% chance of rain looks like it's going to rain. Then a 40% chance on Tuesday when it cools down. And Wednesday for the day game um, looks beautiful, 72 degrees, um, partly sunny, partly cloudy, whatever, however you want to consider that. Um, game one is going to be uh, Justin Steele versus Eric Lauer. Steel is a 339 earned run average. Lauer is a 402, which means we win. The yeah. uh, three, 310 in the afternoon uh, for 4th of July. This is a rematch of April 30th where the Cubs lost 9-1 to and Lauer K'd 11. So that's not fun. Uh, but we did beat him at Wrigley. We got uh, three runs, although two were earned, and uh, he only lasted four. And he gave up uh, three through 4.1 as well. Um, Wilson and Gomes homered off him, but the Cubs only have a 592 OPS off of uh, Eric Lauer in 77 plate appearances, so it's not great. Steele, uh, he's faced the Brewers three times, including that game where he got beat 9-1. to And um, Cubs, did, Cubs won two of the games, though, that Steele started against the Brewers. Uh, he uh, went four through – he gave up four through three and three through five. Um, so it hasn't been great. Last time he went five and gave up only one against Cincy. Yelich, Yelich and Adames have hit him pretty well, but overall they only got a 596 OPS against. So maybe this will be – I mean, Steele pitched well last time against the Reds. There was five. Steele seems or- to be able to – he he seems like that solid number four, right? Like he's going to give up a couple of runs or whatever, but he's going to get through six. You know, and, yeah. and you're going to feel good five. about, eh, yeah, five, six. I, would I don't say, know. I, I don't know how many sixes he's got under his belt this year. I thought he, I thought he had a couple. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me, let me see. It's, well, an, no, ass, it's an ass that I don't follow his uh, his innings pitched all that often. He's got. I know two, that he, two sevens and one six. 
Yeah, see? Come on, man. And his sevens are from June. So he's getting all stretched out. So, But I, I think he's good for a yeah, solid Yeah, I, I thought he was he was getting through some games and he's given up like, you know, two runs. And there seems to be a lot of walks, a lot of hits, but he dances out of the fire a little bit. So he got his butt kicked in Pittsburgh. And, uh, but other than that, like you'd have to go back to May 26th to find another clunker against Cincinnati. Ooh, they're shooting off fireworks. (laughs) Um, so, uh, yeah. So Steele's going to go out there. I mean, it's, We'll see what happens. I mean, this this is like a, the battle of the number fours. Like this is this kind of is a toss up game about who's going to win this one. Yeah, I, I don't right. have a real feeling for this one. Game two is going to be Kyle Hendricks. This is a night game on Tuesday night. Uh, he's four and six with a four seventy six versus Seinfeld's Jason Alexander two and zero with a three. I thought he played for the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, he got traded apparently. This is a rematch of June 1st at Wrigley, and the Cubs won this one in the 10th with a morale sacrifice fly, if you remember that game. Kyle has 14.2 innings against the Brewers this year. <laughs> I can tell you I don't remember that game because I shut it off after the ninth. After the ninth. 14.2 innings pitched. He's given up 10 runs against Milwaukee. Not very good. Over three games, he gave up six runs in Milwaukee. That's the, the worst start of the, the three the last time, though, he was good. Two runs on six hits against Cincinnati. Uh, as far as um, their guy goes, uh, Alexander, we played him. Uh, Cubs beat him four to three, and he gave up only two earned, uh, three, and he lasted seven. It, uh, three total, lasted seven. Uh, that was his first Major League Baseball game. They've been using him out of the pen lately. Uh, he gave up two runs in two innings pitch last time against Pittsburgh, so it wasn't great. He's a young guy, so we're facing their four and five, and then so, their one. So they've been using him out of the pen lately, but they're going to start him in this game. I don't know if you looked up why that might be or what's, well, what's Freddie going Peralta's on. Well, Freddie hurt. I mean, they've, they've oh, had injuries. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. In fact, I'll bring these up. I do have some of the injuries <clears throat> Yeah, Freddie Peralta's hurt. Uh, Adrian Hauser's hurt. He went down on uh, – they sent him down on July 2nd to the I- IL. Yeah, literally it, yesterday. Hunter Renfro is hurt. Tyrone Taylor is hurt. So, you know, they're getting to that part of the – Miguel Sanchez, a reliever, is hurt. Um, so, Yeah, yeah, and, and that's what I – yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to hit on. Is they're a little bit banged up. They're, yeah, so are we. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyhow, Adrian Sampson, this game's at 110 in the afternoon, uh, 338 versus Corbin Burns, 236. Uh, after this game, if you're an aged person, you can go on the field and walk around and do the senior stroll. That's awesome. Yeah. They always do this shit for little kids who have dreams and their whole lives out ahead of them. And you want to give them like inspire them to do all the things in their lives. Fuck those kids. Let's get some old people out there and let them like shuffle around the now. Do they get to walk the bases or do they I, the out? They, no, they, they don't get to run the bases. They have to. um Go out onto the uh, the warning track. I think. The warning track. So I've done this with like little leagues before at, out in uh, at Coors Field. It is cool, but we did it before the game. These old people. It is going to take like I want to. It should be a race. 
It will take hours <laughs> for them to get through this. Dress them in the sausages. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All the old people who do the senior stroll get a sausage costume. <laughs> so uh, not many people have seen Adrian Sampson. Uh, he, you know, he went out there, gave up. We've already talked about him giving up the five runs for and against Boston. Um, Navarez is the only one that's seen him. Omar Navarez, he's a two for ten. Like, there's really nothing to look at. And then Corbin Burns uh, comes to face him twice, including opening day. The Cubs won both of these baseball games, so he's given up five runs through twelve innings pitched. We've gotten to Burns; he's their best pitcher, and so that's good to see. Um, and now we're in his head. Now he's just like, why can't oh, I, I beat can't this shit Cubs? Well, he yeah. certainly beat the Pirates. That was the game where they won 19 to 2 and he gave up one run on one hit against Pittsburgh with a home run. That's all they gave up the entire game. And then but how long Pittsburgh. did he pitch in that game though? Uh, I think he went 7, I want to say. I I have it up. Well, let me Got to love feel. the new baseball. 6. Oh. 6. We're we're up by double digits. But yeah. I mean, pitches. I guess you you rest him now. I mean, it does yeah. make sense to me, but hundred pitches, know. and that's what he does every time. Like his top is one hundred thirteen, and that was he got knocked out of that game uh, in uh, in the fifth against Philadelphia. That was his top pitches, and so he was just out there struggling. Um, he did a, but you know he he'll strike you out. Uh, he's got eleven twice this year. He's got ten three times this year. A bunch of nines and eights. So yeah, he's he's good. He's been good against us, but we beat him. So I mean, right. I'm 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 ex- you know let's, let's beat him again. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> let's beat him. So, <laughs> the analysis you've been looking for all night. Let's beat Corbin Burns. We beat. We did it before. Let's do it again. Um, uh, I mean, as I said, if we beat. If we sweep this, we're ten out. You, you're 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 sniffing the division now. <laughs> you, you just are. Somebody uh, said in the chat the other day, "It's like watch they get back into this race. They're like five games out at the trade deadline, and they trade Contreras. <laughs> you know that's and that yeah. is what will happen. They'll be five I, games out, and they'll trade them. They will. Yeah. Oh, and I, I don't see that happening either. By the way, so frustrating. Okay, so um, like I got an argument. Well, were you? Were we going to go through? Were you going to do another commercial? Or were you going to skip the second commercial? This? Ah, let's skip. I, we already did the Amazon. Use our Amazon search bar. Use our StubHub links. It's still the cheapest way into the ballpark right now. So okay, well, Sunranto StubHub, Sunranto Amazon shopping, all that stuff. You know what to do. We the one the one other thing we haven't really talked about yet that I just wanted to. And sorry, I didn't throw this in the notes. Um, what uh, Jason Hayward's knee? Oh yeah, yeah, he's. He's now on the he's now on the IL. Uh and it sounds like they haven't done the imaging yet. So right now it's just a complaint, but apparently he's been dealing with it for a little while and this is the kind of thing that I could see them putting him on the 60 day and we don't see him again. Uh and the reason I was thinking about this was because Kaplan Kaplan was asking if we'll ever see Hayward in uniform again, like on the field again for it's the fair, Cubs. It's a fair question. I mean, if he's, I don't see, I mean, David Ross is talking like he loves playing him and that, you know, he has loyalty to him, which is annoying to everybody. 
Which, but, which is probably why the Cubs training staff were like, his knees hurt. His knees hurt. Yeah, you got get out of here, Rossi. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe there's some uh, consternation between the front office and Rossi, you know. And if there is, Rossi will be out on his ass because we 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 know uh, how that goes. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, yeah, well, I mean, it, this next month should be interesting to see. Like, can the Cubs climb back in, keep playing like they are? I mean, we're gonna see because they're gonna go play LA. And after this, and it feels like when well, we and they played the Yankees, didn't they play well against uh, the Dodgers last time we saw them? I feel like we, I feel like they had, maybe I'm wrong. Did, I don't know. It's so hard to, we, we beat the Braves. We beat the Padres. We beat the Braves. Yeah. We looked like fools against the Yankees. You know, that's God. that Yankees series, that, that stretch of games there, then, with the Orioles and then the Yankees, like I seriously thought this team might never win again. Yeah, it really did feel. I mean, baseball feels like that, especially when it does feel like that sometimes. But yeah, it's oof. But yeah, yeah uh, and no, we we played the Dodgers like shit. We're zero and three versus them. We got outscored twenty to oh, three. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're misremembering. <laughs> I I was I think I was thinking about the Padres. Yeah, like the, yeah, I, I, there was a California team. We did good against. I think. Yeah. Oh, man, they're really shooting them off out there. <clears throat> poor pets. The, your poor dogs out there. Why do you do it to them? So, uh, all right, announcements. Uh, I already said about the declined credit cards. You may have one. If you're a Patreon supporter, please check it. If you do intend on continuing to support us, we really appreciate it. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. It's how we pay for everything. Um, it really is because, you know, the uh, the – the twenty dollars Amazon doesn't pay for too much, but I freaking <laughs> love it. And congratulations! Please let me know if you were the one that bought the fun dip because you won Bleacher Bum Band shot glasses for being so awesome. Um, and then the next Bleacher Bum Band show, we're looking at maybe an August seventh, which is a Sunday. The Sunday, reason Sunday, we're going to do a Sunday post game show, which uh, is because. The Cubs bullpen wants to come and maybe like Ian Happ and stuff like that. Like Bleacher Jeff's talking to a lot of these guys and they really want to come and check out the band and hang out and they have to do it on a party night, which is a party night is a date. There no travel day, end of a series, day game with a night game the next night, you know, not necessarily an off day, but like they can go out and, you know, have a couple. So that's what we're looking at. Maybe August 7th. So, Circle that on your calendar is not confirmed. I don't really know if the going to show up, you know. You, right. I was just going to say, and and no guarantees on any Cubs no. players, but Jody Davis was at the last one. Yeah. And there have been plenty of Cubs players who have showed up. I mean, if you don't go, you won't be there for when sexy 66-year-old Jody Davis shows up. <laughs> So, um, yeah, and this, let's TFC out of here. These flexing cubes. What cubes do you want to ridicule or I, praise? I, I have one, and uh, it was in – so this is a – it starts out with a Cardinals fan bitching a little bit, kind of bitching. This is on the, the, the stock standard uh, Reddit thread where people were talking about that dude's thing. And it's a Cardinals fan. 
As a Cardinals fan, Wrigley is iconic and always a pleasant experience until the pee troughs. But don't worry. T.O. Heedy D.D. 123 decided to defend Wrigley's uh, good honor by saying, dude, there's nothing more glorious than hanging dong with a bunch of baseball lovers. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I just, I love when people say something even dumber in defense of the thing that they're doing. That's great. So uh, here's mine. It's this is kind of a good old fashioned TFC. Um, IL four twenty four said, "There is no fucking excuse that a team in fucking Chicago playing in a division with four mid to small market teams should be in a position to start their second full on multi fucking year rebuild in ten years." Full stop. It's embarrassing, even in even in a city full of shitty organizations. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I don't know what prompted that because we actually uh, won that game. <laughs> right. No, no, it was today. It was today, I guess. I think it, it was, was this today. morning. I think it was before the game. So I think I screenshotted this this morning. So, yeah. So we had um, won, and then he's like. "It It's possible it could have been in in response to, you know, like Jed Hoyer talking about how, like, well, we saved money this year, so we're going to spend it next year. That kind of shit that's been going around. I think Crane Kenny said it, too. It's like, it's like, guys, no. It's not about saving $12 this week so you have an extra $12 next week. You're the Chicago fucking Cubs. Yeah, we're you always have $12. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, do chance for a chance, and uh, we're gonna let's give away a chance postcard. This is, I love the contest shows; they're so much fun. So, uh, <laughs> but we do chance every time. So we're, we're gonna draw, and I'm gonna send a chance postcard to whoever wins this one. And here we go. Rich Blomquist, you sir. Are the winner? Congratulations! I've had some new winners lately. That feels good. Um, yeah, Rich just got richer. Yeah, so Rich, I will be sending you a chance postcard. Look for it in the mail. Uh, I believe Rich is also a Patreon supporter, so thank you very much, Rich, for supporting us there. And uh, so now Danny knows what to write on that uh, postcard. It's going to be Rich. Please check to make sure that your credit card has not has not yeah. expired. <laughs> so uh, let's do a temperature check and get out of here. Today we're going to talk about taking a rectal temperature. Do we have to take it rectally? Yes. <laughs> Why is she so excited about that? Well, you know, some people get excited <laughs> about butt plugs. I don't know how many times I've seen it. Every single time it makes me like, hmm, God. Perfect drop. Love it. Uh, I'm going to go two out of three, two out of three, because I think that I think the Cubs are playing pretty well right now. Uh, They're doing some things that I like. Uh, They've got some of the young guys out there. And also, I think if they do win two, I, I think the Rossi will just, you know, do some dumb shit so that they won't win three. Like he'll just give up on a game just for no reason at all. Like he'll, so. he'll, he'll, he'll play Hayward, even though he's on the <laughs> IL. <laughs> play uh, Hayward's hat out there. Tommy fam will slap him. 
So, um, yeah, there's uh, there's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back probably Wednesday night with our next one after this one's all over. And uh, let's take you out with a little uh, no fighting in the bleachers. How about that? All right. We can do that. Spagog. Hey. Spagog! The Sun Ranto Show is always brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. Well, who are the Super Ranters? Well, Super Ranters, they have their own RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad-free delivered to their inbox or podcatcher. They get bonus content, uh, for example, like the recording of our ColorCast conversations. Uh, they get exclusive access to the Sun Ranto Super Ranters Facebook page and our private Discord channel, uh, which we've been using a fair amount this season. Our Patreon patrons are also eligible for all our Sun Ranto contests, like the Super Ranter of the Month and uh, Sun Ranto Scavenger Hunts, which we'll get to later on in the year once the weather finally gets better. Um, there's perks at every level. $5 Super Ranters get to hear all the Cubs parody songs before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our shows and have access to our Cubs uh, daily shows, which are, are called Sun Ranto Singles. Uh, at $12, you get the Rancher calendar every year, and uh, you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. So uh, the most important thing is we like to give back to our community here in Chicago. So 10% of all of our Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. It is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community here. Here's the thing. It costs a lot of money and time for us to produce a great Cubs fan show and, frankly, a penny a download from our podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies. It's just not enough to keep Sunranto on the air. We have hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment, tickets, batteries, guitar strings. Well, it all just adds up. So become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and beyond. Help us produce the Sun Ranto Show. You know, if you would buy each of us a $12 beer at Wrigley just for doing the Sun Ranto Show, then join at the $3 level. That's 3 bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley a year. Patreon.com slash Sunranto is where you sign up. That's Patreon.com slash Sunranto. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. Subscribe today and you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron again because the show will be ad-free. Stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Please join us today. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and hate your favorite team. So a rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or on social media. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in Drink. That's spelled like sports drink but without vowels. S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. There is no fighting in the bleachers. What did your mama teach you? There is no fighting in the bleachers. So take that shit outside. There is no fighting in the bleachers. What did your mama teach you? There is no fighting in the bleachers. So.
your put your phone away. My Ulysses out there. Oh yeah. Yeah, buddy. Guys, put your phone away. You're not private property. You don't have permission to videotape anyone. No, put it away. No, you don't. You put it away, right? Stop fighting in the bleachers. There's no fighting in the bleachers. There's no fighting in the bleachers. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts.